Hello friends, welcome back. Welcome back to this your, ours, everybody's board game review room. I am Paco Garcia, your host, and with me I have tonight Michael Chamberlain as the third wheel. Wait, wait, that's my line. You <laughs> learned the rules. And Max Murray, apparently today the rule learner. The rule lawyer. 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 Friends, tonight we are going to play Braggart. I think I'm pronouncing it correctly, but I am Spanish, so I don't know. You are, yes. I am. The game of heroes, lies, and unfortunate fish. That sounds like you. <laughs> I don't want to know why the fish was unfortunate. No comment, but that sounds like him. So, do tell us. Well, Michael bought this for me for a Christmas present, which uh, I'd like to say apparently he thought it would suit me. I don't know what he's saying, considering the title. Our listeners do, if that helps. <laughs> um... So that so I go through the rules, Paco. Yes, please do. Okay, so Braggart's a pretty simple game. It's basically uh, a pack of cards. There are two main card types. You've got the boasting cards, which are used to form basically a a boast of your adventurous deeds mm -hmm. in one form or another. And then you've got your liar employee cards, which are sort of like side cards that can be used to swap people's uh, people's cards in the middle of their boast. So instead of killing a dragon, they end up killing a fish or something like that. You, you can assassinate their story mid-story by accusing them of being a liar. Okay. And ploy cards, they're used to, before anyone has a go, steal cards out of the other player's hand. They're a distracting wench. While they're looking at the lady's corset, you nick a card. So that, that's essentially essentially the basics of the game. Um, obviously, there's a lot more to it than that, but... I guess we'll find out as we play. So you've handed us these round sequence cards. It's got draft here as the first one, so expect there's a drafting mechanic in here somewhere? There is, yes. So you get to... Um, on your turn, you get a choice of two things that you can do. You can either do a boast, where you have to form a, uh, form a sentence between two and four cards that must have a deed and foe in it. Okay. Or you can draft, in which you can essentially, as it says, go to the bar and get ideas, which is basically you get to pick three cards. Okay. Um, you, you do get a, a, another an actual base draft mechanic. So there are always three cards put down, as there are three players. There's more, if there are more players. And the starting player gets to choose a card, and it goes round. So everyone gets at least one card a turn before you get to choose to boast or choose more cards. So you have to build up your hand to try and get a good uh, a good story. Now, your this it's the scoring is done based off of the numbers on the top of the cards. The person that has the highest uh, gets to keep all their cards and gets all those as points. The losers get to keep just their highest scoring card. So uh, it plays until the pile's gone, and then you add them up. It's it's pretty simple, but from what I've seen, you can make some genuinely funny. Um, <laughs> Some genuinely funny lines with cards that shouldn't work together, but yet do. Mm -hmm, so okay. I think it'll be quite fun. Yeah. The art style for this is very comic-y, I'd say. Yeah. Mm -hmm. From the looks of it, it's not a game that looks like it should be taken seriously, no, even no. remotely. It looks no. light and whimsical, and some of the things that are written on these cards, just at a glance, clearly there's going to be... A lot of humour coming into it. I summoned the four elements to vanquish. I think <laughs> it sounds good. In a test earlier when I was learning the rules, I think I ended up with um, something like Deed, I overthrew the kingdom. Foe, by fighting the king. Result, and was knighted as the king's protector. 
as the end result. <laughs> so you can get some really random things, but yeah, you you can do you can do any anything you like between two to four in your story, mm-hmm. but you have to have a deed and a foe in it. So that's the only okay. conditions. These the resultant scenes are added extras. Okay. Okay. I mean the the, the production wise, it comes in a very very small little box. Quite quite. L- Nicely illustrated, I have to say. I really like the illustration on the front, and uh, and the characters in the back as well are quite quite nice. Uh, the cards are very nice quality. They are, they are. There's yeah, a better quality card than yeah. you get from a game much more highly produced yes. as a rule, really which is nice. very nice. Uh, the, the rules, being the rules, the, yeah, the, the little, I mean, little I mean, pamphlet. It's a pamphlet. It's, <laughs> it's not a complicated game. It doesn't have a whole book. It's just a small sheet. Uh, they're very very well written really easy to understand there's no problems it's it's not a complicated game anyway there's no illustrations or anything but quite frankly it, it doesn't need it for yeah, a pamphlet exactly. with the, with a card deck we've got reminder cards as well yep yeah. in there was mm-hmm. it we've got six of them so i'm guessing it plays up to six players by yeah, the way it yep. does indeed and the start player card that literally is my, my round my. <laughs> At the front of the box is the tavern <laughs> We've got wenches and the liar cards. We've got foaming mugs pictured on them, etc. Yeah, the, the game's all, all about boasting adventures you've never had in a bar. Uh, it's, okay. it's, they clearly make it. I mean, even the card backs. You've got the uh, the foaming tankards yeah. of ale. Yeah, it's, it's got a nice theme to it. Which yeah. for you, Paco, you should yeah. be all over that sort of thing. Yeah, I, I certainly shall be. Right, um, shall we have a go? Yeah. yeah, let's get deep in our cups. Yes. I just want to get this out of the way now. I think all of us can happily say we would rather have been in a pub actually telling bad stories than playing that. Michael, I think I'm going to leave this down to you because I... Yeah. As the one of us who is most obsessed with balance in a game and well-thought-out mechanics, I don't think it's possible for me to have enjoyed that less, even for what it was. Um, take that style games are risky at the best of times because the luck of the draw means that one player is almost certainly going to get annihilated just by the luck of the draw and in this occasion it was me which hasn't improved my mood I will definitely own that I got one successful brag off all game just because of the way the cards came out it wasn't just that, to be fair. <laughs> Paco had quite a lot of influence on what happened to you in that game. Yeah, okay. Uh, Paco's failings will come back to haunt him when we play a game with strategy. Yeah, yeah, I, I can believe that. I can believe that. I found the whole thing meh. Uh, I cannot. The, the thing that bugged me about this is that the game doesn't give you enough flexibility to create your own story, but it doesn't really give you enough story to actually care it really care whether the story is made better or worse so the, the story is not really at the heart of the game even though it tries very very desperately to be but it really doesn't work like that you know if it, I, I know that we don't normally compare with other games but if you play a game like uh, once upon a time or i dark overlord where you can stitch people up 
I hated once upon a time. You did? Yeah, but yeah. then I don't like this any more than I did that. But at least, okay, th- my point is with, with Once Upon a Time, you take control of the story and you have to make a conscious effort to bring a reason to interrupt the story. I mean, uh, to, to be fair, with, one, with Once Upon a Time, it depends... Yeah, you get to make the story literally exactly. yourself. And it depends, I would imagine, on who you play with. Yes. The group I played with made it incredibly difficult because they weren't exactly sticking to the guidelines of it being a fairy story, which right. made it really difficult to get the cards in. But as you say, with Braggart, it is the, the story is just there. It's a rigid formula for points. Exactly. But it just wasn't really any fun. A couple of the stories were, were quite funny. You, know, yeah. you could get a couple of funny combinations. But to be honest, I wouldn't want to play this again. No, it, it, it doesn't really have enough to make it worth it if people enjoy playing storytelling games and they like games like cards against humanity there is pleasure to be found in here but i think if you're going to find that the first thing you need to do is take the scoring mechanism and ignore it if you ignored it and just made it a game about telling funny stories you could find a lot more pleasure in it but if you're actually trying to score points and you've worked out these are my best set of cards and then someone throws down a liar card and replaces your eight-point card with a one-point card, and to add insult to injury, they take your eight-point card and put it into their own hand and play it next turn against you. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) For someone of my disposition who enjoys strategic games and trying to play that way, it's deeply stressful. Trying to go, I've worked this out, I've worked out using these cards, I can get one point more than you, You've not got many cards in your hand. I should be... Oh, wait. You've got the Outrageous Liar card and two cards which were worth 17 points are now worth three. I've wasted my entire hand and you've now got a better hand for my pain. Than you could possibly want, yes. To be fair, I should clarify, we were playing the advanced scoring system and the only difference is that you get the points on the top of the card which which are... a lot higher than if you use the coins at the bottom. Whereas if you play the basic, the score is capped at four. For the upper end cards, whereas on the advanced they go up to eight. I think there's some nines in there actually. Mm. Oh, oh yeah, there could be. Yeah. Um, yeah, that wasn't that was the worst Christmas present ever. <laughs> <laughs> do, do you think though, and and just to try and bring a little bit of, of positivity to this, do you think because the game is meant to be for children, tank up? Do you think that children might enjoy this because of the silliness of the stories that? that are into this the take that element would still make me very worried about playing this with younger children who are going to take it seriously that they've been stitched royally i don't think you could play this with children and play your heart and soul into it i think you could let them screw over other people Hmm. but you'd want to pull your punches well yeah i think there are just better better all-round family age sort of card and board games to play than this quite Hmm. frankly Sorry, I tried. So, from my conclusion, Braggart, a game of heroes, lies, and unfortunate fish. We wondered why the fish was unfortunate. From my perspective, it's unfortunate because it's actually in this game. Ooh, ouch. I, is it safe to say that none out of three gamers approve of this game? Does anyone want a copy of Braggart? <laughs> Give me your address, I'll happily post it to you. I can tell you one out of three gamers possibly despises this game. <laughs> three out of three despise this game. <laughs> uh, Don't be nice, Baco. Okay, yeah, I really do like it, sorry. 
you know there there are times in which games just aren't aren't great yeah it's rare but it does happen zero out of three gamers approve this game thank you for listening your hosts for this podcast have been Paco, Michael and Max this podcast has been produced by Michael Chamberlain with help from Paco Garcia the music has been composed by Kev we would love to hear from you Feedback and your questions are always welcome and you can email us at podcast.gmsmagazine.com. You can also follow us on Twitter, we are at GMSMagazine, and we are on Facebook and Google+, Plus, and we'd be more than happy to talk to you. Remember to subscribe to the GMS Magazine podcast channel in iTunes and please do give us a review and a rating, which is truly appreciated. For more quality shows, listen to our other rooms, the RPG room, the board game room and the interview rooms. But, until next time, let the games continue. Michael Chamberlain is the third wheel. Wait, wait, that's my line.